together. Thanks for listening to the KC Morning Show. Everything's running smoothly. Yo, yo, yo! Yo! What is going on? My name's Hartzell. That's Kitty and this right here. This right here. Whoops, sorry. Stepped on the dog's tail. My bad. It's your KC Morning! Proud of me today? Are you proud of that performance so I early Actually, on a Monday morning? I was gonna say. So you know how we we get really upset with our upstairs neighbors because they they just don't know how hard they stomp. They're just right? not self aware. They're not self aware. At least. But do you think that this is good like payback? Do you think they understand like we can hear them the way they can hear us when you do your Casey Morning Belt? Here's why I think you're fine. And honestly, this is all use. You. you name the Wi-Fi the Casey Morning Show. So if I'm upstairs and I see that on the you know the list of Wi-Fi's, they must be a somebody. And then you hear a bunch of noise coming. It's like, oh, put two and two together. See, you you gave us the cover. That's why it was so brilliant. They have no cover. And I've seen them. They have no excuse. They are tiny people. They should not be stomping around like monsters. True. I just was wondering, you know, like, is this your low-key, your payback? Is this your revenge? I'm a nice guy. I haven't sent that email yet, but if I get woken up post-midnight, somebody's getting an email. You understand? Somebody's getting an email. Kitty, what is the word girl is there an update on the vibes have you heard from them text message email hostage note anything at all yeah hostage note yeah did you see what happened at Lollapalooza you know how many people I know went to that thing they're gonna come home reeking a covid dog you know what I did yesterday you'd be proud of me what'd you do I think the Casey Morning Hose will be proud of me took my sister to get vaccinated yes you did yep yes you did I was getting my my right hand tattooed on Saturday night hanging out with mom and sis and thought, shoot, let's look up appointment. We went in, got it all squared away, took her little photo, made the second appointment. It's the day before my birthday. Now that's love. Nice. Is that I know that nice. she might be sick on my birthday, but I'm still going to take her to get back. I was going to ask you about that. Who's going to make sure she gets that follow-up shot? Oh, it's me. Good. Yeah, okay. no. Look at you go. Vax to the future. I know. I was like, dude, we, we held an event. You could have came to that. You could have been a part of hey, it. It's, hey, it's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's water under the bridge. It's she got water the first dose. under the bridge. She got that first shot. On to the next one. We need more of that. Everybody can be that PSA. You could be that PSA. KC, we need you. Kitty, shall we do a weather dealio? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. It's not too bad today. Yeah, yesterday was weird. Literally, the weather app said smoke. I don't know if y'all caught that yesterday. I felt that yesterday. Felt it. Saw it. Breathed it. That California smoke. That's some fires, girl. We are so far from the ocean. Oh, the climates, they are a-changing. Mostly sunny and 81 on your Monday. Winds out of the north-northeast. 5 to 10 MPHs. Kitty, you got 10 numbers to choose from on that UV scale. Out of 10, what is it? I'll go with an 8, 9. Going up, yeah, 9. There it is. You found it. I would also like to add... um, um, you know, we did forget to wish the people a um, a happy August. We all know that August is the eighth but best month of the year, and that's cool. Also happens August. to be your birthday month. Is that what? You're, oh my! Is that what you're getting you, at here? No. What? August is back to school, and it's August, and it's my birthday month, and back to school. Get rid of them kids. Well, jokes on you, Kitty, because guess what? I do have a thing planned for your first few days of August. I got. Some things to be excited for. So yeah, jokes on you. Oh. Been a long time. Shouldn't have left you. Left you without a 
dope insert the thing I'm going to do to step two, step two. The KC Morning Hoes, they miss this. You in particular. I'm looking at you in your eyes. You know you miss this. Tonight, 62 degrees, clear skies, and 62, a waning crescent moon. Tomorrow, on your Tuesday, partly cloudy and 83. Wednesday, 85 and mostly sunny. I like that. We'll get there when we get there. I like there. that, though. We'll get there when we get there. She wear the dealio on your KC Morning. We have any boat friends? We need boat friends. We need a boat friend. We need boat friends. Yeah, we need like lake friends. We need like those kind of friends. I don't have any of them friends, we, girl. I'll be honest. That's why we're putting the word out there. You don't even have to submit an application to be our friend. Qualifications are just um, boat and lake access. Take us with you. We're fun. We're cool people. I promise we are cool we're people. We're so cool. We are cool enough. Yeah. I didn't know you were such a boat girl. I told you the first time I ever uh, went swimming, ever felt the water on my skin. Less than a year old, got a baby life jacket on. Grandma throws me off the side of the boat. You know, she said, sink or swim. Oh, she gonna learn today. Literally, my parents just watched it happen. I'm more of a cruise kind of guy, to be honest with you. What if you get tossed off the side of that? That's a far drop. There's no trial by fire out of that one. I told you I'm an excellent tuber. Skiing, too. Tube or ski? Skiing because one, I can look like a badass out there. And if I'm tubing, odds are I'm getting knocked the F out. And I'm a little too old to be doing that. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I just don't think that my back could handle it the next day. Whereas skiing, skiing is a, a luxury sport, you know? You're out there walking on water like you are the man himself. Something close to godliness, if I do say so. Wow. I'm serious. It's a real feeling right there, Kitty. It that's, is. That's Nirvana for Kitty. Okay. I didn't know this. Yeah. I didn't know you were... I didn't know this was was so vital to who you are. My mom has a mermaid tattoo that she says is solely for me because I am the mermaid baby. Okay. This opens up a lot of things. I love the water. I didn't know this. We will have to schedule some lake type events. Again, I'm more of a cruise kind of guy. You know, call me bougie. It's, It's true. See, again, I feel like I'd get sick on a cruise, but if I'm on a boat going fast, it's different. It's just different. Cruises are just so far from the water. Look at you, the purest over here. So far from the water, bro. You just gotta be back in the water, bro. Well, Kitty, you know what? I'm sorry, I just derailed your your thing. No, you actually teed me up. Okay, good. I know how important August is to you. I would never leave you hanging. I would never leave a KC morning hose hanging. So you know what I did? You know what I did? What? You know what I put together for you? I know what you put together. I already know. I put together for you and the KC morning hose on this August 2nd, a list. You know what? You know what? You just made the list. The list of Hartzell. You just made the list. Back by popular demand, it's the list of Hartzell. My name's Hartzell. It's my list. Kitty, I've got four things to look forward to in the month of August. Are you excited? I need to actually add, I guess, an addendum to this list. Five things to look forward to. Number five, Kitty's birthday, obviously. Are you excited to hear four through one? I should have adjusted the numbers. Uh-oh. Yeah. What's this look? Oh, I'm sorry. Number one, Kitty, we've got so many TV shows to watch this month. Reservation Dogs, that starts on August 9th on Hulu. Marvel's new animated series, What If? It's a series of what ifs. What if Iron Man was alive, you know? Is that a spoiler? Iron Man died? Uh Uh-oh. It's okay. It's all like half of the first Avengers and nothing else. 
Only like 24 movies in between. I know. It's too late. Season 8 of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That's August 12th. ACAB. American Horror Story. That drops on August 25th. Much like the first couple of seasons. I liked Monster House. Everyone did. Did you watch Archer? Nope. I know that one's back. Season 12 on August 25th. Let's go to movies, Kitty. How about that? Suicide Squad. They're redoing that one. Oh my God. I can't wait. So it's like the 10th remake of this movie. Ooh. It looks good though. Val Kilmer has got a movie out. You like him because he did that Jim Morrison joint. I do love Val Kilmer. He's got a life story coming out on Amazon Prime. He's gone through some things. The Val Kilmer story. I can believe it. Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds. Is this the resurgence of Ryan Reynolds? What happened to Ryan Reynolds? Like, he hasn't gone away, but he was he on top became, of the world. He became Deadpool. He's just, like, married to Blake Lively and does Deadpool. He was everything. Everyone loved him. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Jennifer Hudson in Respect. That's about the Aretha Franklin. Jordan Peele. He's got a new Candyman movie out. It's too scary for Not me. Not Yeah, one. why am I even pretending like I'm going to watch that? The return of NFL football. Hey, hut hut. Hut hut. The Olympics wrap up on the 8th. The best thing, of course, is Kitty's birthday, but we'll wrap it up with this. The holidays, huh? You want to hear some made-up holidays we're going to go ahead and go with this month? Yesterday was National Girlfriend Day. Heard you missed that. Missed it? What do you mean missed it? I live it every day, baby. Why would I celebrate ones when I can celebrate 365? Girl, come on. Worked my way out of that one, didn't I? <laughs> National Ice Cream Sandwich Day. That's today. Yum. But what about tomorrow, huh? National Grab Some Nuts Day. All right. I'm into that. International Beer Day is August 6th. Yum. National Women's Day is August 8th. Get lit, bitches. All right. National Bowling Day, August 14th. I got the shirt. Bowling Day. That shirt makes no sense. Kitty brought home this shirt she thrifted. It's got a puppy on it on a bowling ball with a bowling pin in the background, and it says, spare me. Spare me. Makes no sense whatsoever. It's so cute. And I am obsessed. National Fajita Day, August 18th. Yum. Oh, and we wrap it up with this one, August 28th, National Red Wine Day. Yum. You get Red Wine Day in your birthday month. That ain't bad. That ain't bad. It's list of hearts. It's my list. Woo. It's not a bad way to start your day, huh? Not a bad way to kick off this month. Not a bad way to kick off your Monday, baby. Good day to be a Kansas Cityan, yeah? Such a good day. I don't believe that. I don't hear any conviction in your voice, Kitty. What the hell was that? These folks need you now more than ever. It's a very good day to be a Kansas Cityan. Well, that's more like it. Monday, August 2nd. Let's do that news. In other news, this city needs its news. News team, assemble! Let's go, let's go. My name's Hartzell, that's Kitty. This right here, this is your news break. Take a little break. With the news, it can be done. Oh my gosh, it's been a while. I hadn't, hadn't seen the former president, Barack Obama, in quite some time. Hello, sir. Welcome back to your KC Morning Show. Hello, everybody. Katie, what you doing on your phone? The president just walked in the room, and you're still on your phone. You know, I do a summer jam list. Me and Michelle, and I believe her name is Meg the Stallion. Loving the new Kid Leroy album. Kid Leroy. Kid Leroy. I'm a big fan of the, the, the Kid Leroy. I had a friend named Leroy. I went to college with him. Get out of here. Thank you, Mr. President. It's always a pleasure having former President Barack Obama swing by the KC Morning Show. That's the kind of names we get on this program, Kitty. Credibility. Also on the show today, we got Spencer Toter. He's running for Senate. I'm not sure how he's going to follow former President Barack Obama, but you know what? He's going to give it the old college try. I don't know why you keep laughing over there. You need to be showing some respect. I hate it. Spencer's going to be talking about the eviction moratorium. Well, I guess the lack of extending the eviction moratorium. We're going to have a huge crisis on our hands, and it's well, it's on our hands now because rent is due. So we're going to have some of that in the news, but also Spencer Toter, he going to break 
break that down a little bit more for us? It's just like every day I have to be alive, eat food, and then it's the first of the month again. And I just don't know where time goes. Am I right? What's the deal with having to keep a credit score? What's the deal with the bills? They just keep coming. Hey, thanks for the uh, the nominating and all that stuff. The pitchkc.com. The you better have done enough. We'll see. We don't know. They're tabulating it now, right? They're crunching the numbers as we speak. I got to say, I know I have to know that at least like 60% of our votes are just me and my spam emails. No. Hey, you know what? We don't do it for the awards, Kitty. We do it for the love of the game. We don't cater this show for the corporate championships. We're not a corporate champion. We're the people's got champion, Kitty. For a second last week, Kitty, I thought you were on the verge of selling out. Instead, I need you to buy in on the notion that we can never be bought. I could be bought. No, for real talk, I could all also be bought. Yeah. And I am not expensive. I'm not. Don't look at me like that. I'm not. Let's do this. COVID! That dusty bitch. New coronavirus cases quickly grow here at home and across the country. In fact, the director of the National Institutes of Health says Missouri is one of the states that has him and other health officials concerned. Cases have gone up about fourfold in the last couple of weeks. We're pushing up towards 100,000 cases a day now, and particularly so in those hot spots where vaccination rates are still quite low, maybe 30 percent. Uh, that would be Missouri and Arkansas, Louisiana, uh, Florida, and those are areas of deep concern. Just yesterday, Missouri reported close to 1,500 new coronavirus cases. In the last week, the state is averaging more than 1,800 new cases every single day. Some updated numbers, Kitty. Throughout Missouri, there are about 15% of the remaining ICU beds available, 27% of hospital beds available, 67% of ventilators the overall seven-day positivity rate for the state remains steady at 14.8, which is just too damn high in a post-vaccine world. Let's just be real with that. Granted, not as high as 23.1 back in November of 2020, but again, we are in a post-vaccine society. We got numbers that high. We just got to do gotta do better. We got to do what Kitty did this weekend and get your folks that shot. You got your sister the shot. I'm working on pops. Work in progress. Progress is an active verb. Got to keep doing it, right? Look at me. I'm trying to gas myself up, but it's just, I'm tired. We got to keep doing this though, right? We can all admit we don't love this, but we got to do it. And yeah, today's the day. Mask are back. As of midnight, you will be required to wear a mask indoors regardless of vaccination status if you are over the age of five in Kansas City, Missouri. Yes, Mayor Quentin Lucas made the announcement Wednesday after new guidance from the CDC. And as of this past Thursday, 46.2% of people who live here in Kansas, Missouri have gotten that first initial dose when we talk about the COVID-19 vaccine. But what about people who are fully vaccinated? It's a little more than 39%. Now, Lucas states that the guidance issued by the CDC is the reason behind this new this mask mandate. The mayor is recommending anyone five years and older to wear a mask indoors, no matter their vaccination status. Until everyone either is vaccinated or has the infection and develops an immune response, what will happen is that we will see repeated surges of the virus. And um, as time passes, the virus mutates and becomes more contagious, more aggressive. So the next surge that we have will be worse than this one. This mandate's a little bit different from the last one. But at the end of the day, you know, again, how are we going to enforce this thing? So the city, the fire department, and the police department are all allowed under this order to go into businesses and check on the compliance within those businesses. But the punishment for people not complying really goes more onto the business than the individual. The city could suspend a business's business license or permit, things along those lines. There's nothing in the order that really targets a punishment on an individual who isn't following the mask mandate. I don't think it is highly restrictive. There are a lot of people that are trying to say it's an infringement on freedom. 
freedom, to me, it's really just a reasonable response to the crisis that we have now. So to me, what's very important is to make sure that if you're inside, particularly if you're inside where you're going to be somewhere for a while, make sure that you have a mask. Or if you don't have a mask, make sure that you're keeping your distancing. That's the sort of thing that's going to be important for us in Kansas City. And we got a couple friends, Kitty, that are, you know what? They are they are doing this for us. Hamburger Marys, Woody's, they are going to say, yo, you got to show me that shot. Me, let me see that card. Not only is this a no-brainer, I think this is going to give other businesses some cover. How about this? We meet you at the bar. You going to go grab a drink? Cool. Show me that shot. Our bartenders and our wait staff don't have to be the bullies. You know what they can ask for in addition to asking for IDs? Let me see that shot card, baby. On August 3rd, Woody's KC and Hamburger Marys KC are going to be operating very differently. You'll see it right at the front door. The rule, allowing only those who have been vaccinated or can show proof of vaccination will be able to enter the facility. We feel like it's the right thing to do uh, to protect our staff who are all vaccinated, to protect uh, our guests who are going to be here and the, the families and their families as well that uh, they're going to be going home to. Along with the public support has been some pushback. Now we've got a lot of people uh, mostly who would be considered right-wingers uh, that are wishing us to go out of business because of this decision, saying we're stomping on their constitutional rights. Edmondson is expecting their business to be impacted. He just hopes more in a positive way rather than a negative. We fully expect that we'll probably lose some business because of it, but that doesn't stop you from doing the right thing when you feel like it's the right thing to do. You don't just stop doing what you know should be done just because of the bottom dollar so to hamburger mary's and woody's honestly we gotta say thanks because they are they're taking one for the team do you see over the weekend cory bush overnight she basically did a direct action like activism style campaign to bring light what's going on with the eviction crisis that is now officially on our hands because they didn't extend this eviction moratorium so as we are living a pandemic folks are behind on rent people haven't been Back to work. We're taking away yet another safeguard. Since March, Kansas City, Missouri has received 7,500 applications for rental and utility assistance. A spokesperson says nearly 1,700 households have received help. We are overwhelmed by the amount of people who actually need the assistance. The city stopped taking applications this month as they work through a backlog that's expected to use up the first round of federal funding. It's hard to be able to tell somebody that their application still hasn't been assigned to one of those agencies and they have to wait. Metro Lutheran Ministry is helping process applications. Yeah, client is here. Becky says most are behind several months of rent. The process has taken weeks as they verify documents and work with landlords. Another round of funding is expected September 1st, but that leaves some with few options. We, like most other agencies in the Metro, are on pins and needles, waiting to see what Congress does. We need them to take action to extend the federal eviction moratorium. There are thousands of renter households in the Metro who are at risk of eviction if this does not get extended. Kitty, did you know that in OP, Overland Park, you still can't have a pit bull? Did not know that. That is still a thing. It's a ridiculous rule. Back in World War II, we said that uh, folks couldn't have German Shepherds, and I think people would say that's pretty ridiculous. In Overland Park, city leaders are now researching possible changes to a pit bull ban. Right now, it's illegal to own a pit bull inside city limits. Several residents have been trying to change that for years. Critics say the ban is subjective since animal control officers rely on how a dog looks to identify a dog's breed. City's ban defines pit bulls as any dog that's a Staffordshire Terrier breed, any American pit bull terrier breed, as well as dogs, quote, which have appearances and characteristics found in those breeds. Reporters with Kansas 
Kansas City's NPR station, KCUR, say 25 people spoke at last week's Overland Park Public Safety Committee meeting about the ban. They say only one person was against repealing it. That ordinance has been in place for 16 years. In a recent citywide survey on the ban, most of the 1,600 responses were in favor of repealing it. Overland Park and Leawood are two of the last cities in the metro with breed-specific dog ban. My tweet is doing very well with my new boss. He hasn't responded yet. Though. I know, I know. At the least, I was so, thinking maybe a like. Maybe a like. I mean, you got a lot of interaction on that, and for him not to even like, I mean, yeah, he's at training camp, I guess. Patrick Mahomes, a new minority owner of Sporting Kansas City. Someone so, did, you know, mention in the comments, like, get that man a hard soul raise. I didn't hate that. Didn't, didn't hate, hate that. that either. No, but Blake said he thinks he definitely knows. Who you exist? He doesn't have to know my name. I, Amazing. Not the result we wanted in the first game of the Patrick Mahomes era regime. Wild. What a time to be alive. It's hard to break them down because we're all over them. We were killing them. We were all over their goal. Uh, unfortunately, we couldn't stick some of those in the back of the net. Um, we had incredible chances coming in wide and putting them across the box. Just off a little bit, but that happens sometimes. The U.S. men's national team looked good last night. Kitty, we had Busio and Polito in that game. And uh, Kitty, some breaking news. Did you hear this? Simone Biles. She's back. Okay. Simone Biles will compete tomorrow in the 2020 Tokyo Olympic Games. The 2016 Olympic champion will compete in the balance beam finals on Tuesday morning, a little over a week after stepping away from the meet to focus on her mental health. USA Gymnastics released a statement saying, we are so excited to confirm that you will see two U.S. athletes in the balance beam final tomorrow. Suni Lee and Simone Biles can't wait to watch you both. Look at y'all clowns trying to question the greatness of the GOAT. Also, she stepped away from, like, one thing to take a little break. She didn't say she was up and just quitting and leaving and running away for good and hanging up her medals. Are Dog. we the worst? Are we the worst? She didn't throw away her leotards. Gosh. I mean, she said, I need a mental break. And what did people do? Bullied her. And now she's like, fine. I'm going to give you what you want. And I'm going to... She's about to us up to. I hope yes, she does. I hope she does. I hope she does. And it will be the single greatest Olympic moment of all time. Yeah, it will. Speaking of Olympic moments, Kitty, this guy right here, KC native, went to Schlegel. Maurice Green, he's got some Olympic moments of his own. Few Olympians were or are as colorful as Green. Your favorite Olympic memory? Ha, winning. <laughs> Once the world's fastest man, I mean fast, folks, world record fast. What makes track and field so beautiful? It's individual. I don't care if you're on a relay. When your time come up, it's just you. Hobson has worked with the likes of Derek Thomas, Kevin Ross, Lorenzo Kane, Moona Lee, Justin Gatlin. But out of all the athletes he's helped train. Maurice would be at the top. I mean, there's no way you can get around it. What made him so special as an athlete? Dedication and believing in himself. And Maurice Green has been making headlines ever since. Every time somebody be like, hey, how'd you do that from Kansas City? I like, look, Kansas City got athletes. We, we are an athletic city. The baton has now been passed, and Green's not surprised at the talent he currently sees in our own backyard. We have about a dozen or so Olympians out in Tokyo right now, just from our area, just from the Kansas City metro. That's because uh, we do that. That's because we know what we're doing in KC, baby. As for what we're doing in Tokyo, baby, with no fans, Green has this advice. You have to stay locked in in order, and, and it's going to be tougher this year because I used to thrive off of the crowd and the and the energy that they have in there. Now they're going to be in a big stadium and it's going to be empty. So you're going to have to be you're going to have to get yourself up in some type of way where it's going to be hard. Yesterday, Kitty MTV hit 40. Five, four. We've gone for main engine start. We have main engine start. 
gentlemen, rock and roll. The day was August 1st, the year 1981, premiering at midnight, the launch, the literal launch of MTV. And with that, Kitty video killed the radio star, both literally and figuratively, because the first five videos that were shown on MTV, video killed the radio star by the Bugles. Then you had You Better Run by Pat Benatar, She Won't Dance With Me by Rod Stewart. You better, you better, you bet from The Who, followed up by Little Susie's On The Up by the PhD. And get this, three of the five are still on tour 40 years later. Damn. Favorite show on MTV. Because they were ahead of everything. And you had rock and roll and wrestling in the 80s. And then you had the real world of the 90s. I mean, they revolutionized reality TV, Eliminate, Room Raiders, just peak oh. television. Just peak television. I do remember watching Room Raiders and like Next. Next. What a show. Yes. Just and quality programming. You know. The best dating shows came from MTV. Then you had like, you know, the Jackass of the early 2000s. And then you got the stuff more recent like. Teens and Pregnant. Oh, wow. I forgot about 16 and pregnant it's still going too but what's crazy is some of those girls there i mean they're like famous now you know like there's one of the first girls i think her name is macy or casey and she named her son <laughs> because ben- of course she named her son bentley and i still sometimes look her page up because i'm like damn bentley got big old macy casey done grew up the mount rushmore of tv icons that came from mtv including what's her name casey macy macy iconic iconic you're listening to the KC Morning Show. If there's one thing that I found is as true as the sunrise, it's that I like being on there with hot sauce. The KC Morning Show. Spencer Toter, my friend, is running for U.S. Senate, and I am so happy to have you back on your KC Morning Show today, trying to call some attention to the eviction moratorium that has been allowed to expire. So, Spencer, if you can, my friend, can you just kind of set the stage, give us some context to how we got here? The hidden character in all this is COVID. Can you, I guess, kind of break this down for us? Yeah, thanks so much, Hartzell. Again, so so evictions here we got to look at as a symptom. These aren't evictions that would have happened under normal circumstances but nothing is normal right now. COVID wasn't vanquished because there are people who don't believe in science and we have misinformation. People are depleting their savings and going into debt with payday lenders. That's all a symptom. And they're all a symptom of a government that's failing because we've elected people who don't care about us. Uh, Not entirely. There are a number of people who do care about us, like many shout outs to Cori Bush for being out sleeping outside of a Capitol building to make sure that we're drawing attention to the fact that so many people are about to go unhoused. About 2.3 million homeowners and 6.2 million renters aren't on top of their rental payments or their home payments. And a third of the loans on those homes aren't government backed, which means those people couldn't go into forbearance and put off losing their homes previously. So, so two thirds are. And so we have to talk about what we can do to help those people right now. So the things we should be talking about are one, most importantly, how can we put a bandaid on this? How can we keep people in their homes? Because it's hard to find them. It's hard to help them once they're out of their homes. The second, what is being done and what isn't being done that should be done? And the third, how can we long-term change this? I'm going to throw out a couple things multiple times throughout this discussion. So first, go to mohousingresources.com, M-O- 
housingresources.com if you need to apply for any type of assistance in, in paying your bills for housing right now. This is a phenomenal organization who is really doing the work. They're helping people get that money because there is a significant amount of money out there that could pay for up to a year of your rent or your mortgage and get you out of the hack. And one of the huge problems we have right now is that's not being communicated effectively throughout the state by our leadership. Um, there are other organizations, if you're looking to volunteer or, or to help along the way, Legal Services of Eastern Missouri for the people on the on the east side of the state, CAASTL is a great organization. Metro St. Louis Equal Housing on your side of the state, I highly recommend people look into uh, your friends at KC Tenants and any other organizations that they can refer to. I think it's, it's important that we get those resources out there and across the state. People need to be talking to their local leaders to ask them the best ways to get to this money because Congress allocated $46.5 billion for renters and landlords, but almost a, a large portion of that has not been distributed. Think about what would actually help us. The folks who are in forbearance, the folks who aren't paying their bills, they tend to be lower income. They tend to be in dire straits. They tend to be in less expensive homes. And Governor Parsons took away $300 a month in unemployment that the federal government was just handing us. Like, What could that have done? How could that have helped us? We need to be thinking about these things. Because at the same time that so many people are hurting, interest rates are at historic lows and wealthy people who already owned homes are refinancing. And, and when the refinancing we're creating, a wealth gap that is absolutely astronomical. The average yearly savings for a homeowner that refinanced based on a Harvard study recently was about $2,800 a year in interest payments that they just get to put in their pocket. While everyone else was looking at $1,400 one time, we we had people who were going to get 30-year stimuluses out of this. And if you look at who owns homes and who doesn't, Black people own homes at a rate of about 41% and white people own homes at a rate of about 73%. So we're increasing the, the equity gap with a ratio equity gap in a way that's going to continue for 30 years unless we do something about this. So I'm going to throw these names out again. MoHousingResources.com is the place to go to start looking into what to do if you're in forbearance or if you're worried about losing your home. There are resources out there. And the thing that would be absolutely tragic is for our government to have done something great, to have put those resources out there and for people not to know that they can take advantage of them. I would call for like an Amber Alert. I mean, if you've ever been to the grocery store when child goes missing, you know that we have the, the, the ability to put through to everyone's phones, you know, get ready, look for this white Ford Bronco, do something. This is that moment. This is the, we need to do everything we can to keep people in their homes moment. Send out the Amber Alert, tell people where the resources are and make sure we're keeping people in their homes. You got to trust people. And we've lost so much trust in folks. When I talk about what we're doing to help people in Missourians and someone says, oh, like what if, if you give people money, they're just going to spend it on drugs and, and alcohol. And, and if you look at the data, if you look at the studies that have been done, when you give people People money who need money, they spend it on productive things. They spend it on better education for their children, or they spend it on food. Almost all of them spend it on either better quality food or more food for their families, and they spend it on their housing. So, you know, we've got all of these systems in place that that take a lot of paperwork and are really difficult when the best thing we could do is just give people money and let them do it themselves. The, the, the more friction, the more costs associated with implementation, the less efficient these things are. Give people who need money, money. Keep them in their homes. We're talking about giving folks a $15,000 instant tax credit if they buy their first home. This is a discussion in the Biden administration. So you're telling me there's $15,000 for people who can almost afford a home or are close to affording a home. Instead of just giving them $15,000, give people $15,000 instantly to stay in their apartment or in their house. It costs up to $35,000 on average uh, a year to provide resources for a single unhoused person. Multiply that by what's going on in our 
in our country, plus the economic impact of what happens when you know the housing market collapses. And you've got a catastrophe likely worse than 2008, which is like absolutely astronomical to think about how long this has been going on, that, that we knew this was coming. I, I actually, I wrote an op-ed uh, for the for the Post-Dispatch in St. Louis, and it didn't get published. And, and it, I was talking about this back in November. And I'll, I'll put that up on my website if any of your any of your listeners want to take a look. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it up at spencertoter.com. We're going to put up a, a little update to what's happening and what you can do to help. But this was something where back in, uh, back in November, I said to my wife, the writing's on the wall because people don't just show up with the last 12 months worth of rent. When you when you say okay we're no longer we're no longer uh, having a moratorium on evictions they they have to find you know twelve months of rent where does that come from and, and it's it's not reasonable to think that during a pandemic that the government has mishandled and and there's been so much misinformation that we haven't been able to effectively deal with it that, that we're going to be able to just solve for this and if, if we don't start taking care of people if we don't get the right information out then what's going to happen is that we're going to be in the worst recession since you know since well but beyond the last great recession commercial real estate is about to hit a reckoning we got thousands of businesses that are never going back to that storefront they used to go through monday through friday vacant property just sitting there that to me is an opportunity why aren't we having the conversations about converting some of these buildings in downtown kansas city in parts of st louis into more public housing or public facilities for mental health spaces so there's, there's two reasons in direct response to that one is is it's super expensive to convert an office building into housing. It's just wildly expensive. Um, it, it wouldn't be to code for housing. It, it would just cost so, 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 so much money. The second is the houses exist. The apartments exist. We we don't have a lack of the ability to house people. We have the lack of a will to, to make sure we're doing it and we're communicating that they can stay where they are. No one should be unhoused in America, period. No one should be unhoused in Missouri, but no one should be kicked out of their house either. And, and I think one of the things that we're going to notice, it, about one in seven offers on a property right now is from a private equity firm. So during a recession, during a time of where people don't have as much money as they used to have, uh, during a time where interest rates are this low, investors go to where the opportunities to make money are. And so there are tons of private equity firms and venture capital funds and hedge funds that are going around America and they're buying up homes as people go into forbearance and as people need to get rid of their homes and as people sell homes at market value on the market. It, they're doing all of that, but it's creating a system in which those those buyers, those private equity funds are building in a 5% yearly increase into what they're expecting the rent to go up by. And, and when we sell our homes, when people don't have control and don't have agency over where they live and how they live, we end up being subject to whatever the private equity funds want us to do. And they, they control the market. And, and I promise you, they aren't going to be as benevolent uh, as you would like them to be in the long run. So uh, the, the number one thing is keep people in their homes, make sure they got the money to, to stay there, make sure they can eat, take care of your Maslow's hierarchy of needs, take care of the, the shelter, get get there. And then we can worry about the next step, which is how do we change the system so that something like this doesn't happen again? How do we focus on the right kind of information getting out to people? But the, the problem isn't specifically that we need to take every you know hotel room and you know, arena and cave and convert them into apartments. The immediate problem is we need to make sure that people know that they have resources to stay in their home. And that's why I'm going to drop it again, because I know people bounce around on podcasts and I don't want anyone to miss this. MoHousingResources.com. See what you need. Make sure you reach out to them. Um, we're going to be talking to our volunteers for our campaign about how they can help and, and where they can volunteer outside of the campaign. So they know if, if you're trying to do well and you're trying to make people's lives better, you know, this week might be the week to step back from campaign. 
same work and and go and help people stay in their homes because this is about to be a disaster. They're saying 30 people a day just in the city of St. Louis are likely going to be evicted. And I don't think anyone recognizes what happens when you do that to humans from a depression perspective, from a comfort perspective, from a how do you take care of your other basic needs perspective, as well as what it does economically to to a, a, a community when all of a sudden you got a bunch of vacant houses and a bunch of people walking around or in the middle of a pandemic, they're living with their friends and family in closer densities where they're more likely to get uh, transmission. So this is, this is the perfect storm, my friend. This is terrifying. But the good news is there are resources out there. There is money out there. The government, you know, the optics are terrible. They should not have gone on vacation. They did give local and state governments the money to do something. And now it's about making sure those local and state governments do something to, to make sure people stay in their houses. I mean, Missouri has never had as much money and surplus as we have now. We have billions of dollars in the bank in Missouri. Call the governor. Call your friends and make sure they call the governor. Call your city council, your county councils, and say, make sure you're releasing that money to these organizations that are getting money to the people because we're running out of time. If I was talking about it in November before I, I even announced that I was running because I was seeing things. Facebook posts online from people in real estate groups saying, hey, who's the best eviction lawyer for when this thing's over? You know, I can I can promise you that, that it's been building up and, and the floodgates are about to open. And for everybody right now in your car that's saying, well, what about the landlords? What about the small business owner? Well, hey, listen, you should also want your representatives, your senators, your elected officials to come back to work because like Spencer said, that money that we have been dished out, a bunch of money, that also goes to the landlords as well. So it is in their best interest to make sure sure that our folks are still housed and still got a place to stay because it helps all of us. We're all better together when we're all getting paid together. Exactly. So, I mean, in that vein, they did a study to see if who knew about the opportunities and the, the eviction moratorium extensions and the money at, at hand and landlords tended to know better than tenants. So, if you know people who own little properties or, or large properties, make sure that they know and they're telling their tenants to get this because the, the landlord ends up getting that money in the end. They get that year's worth of rent. And if all of a sudden all of these houses and, and apartments go vacant, it's it's economics, it's supply and demand. So the value of their property is going to drop exponentially. They're not going to be able to get the same amount of rent they were going to get, and they're not going to be able to uh, to get that kind of return on their investment. And, and they're they're going to really struggle. Their property values are going to go down. We're gonna we're gonna face a real problem. The bubble will burst. And if you look at what housing prices have done in the last year, anyone who's been in the housing market can tell you there are 20 offers on every house, and they're all 20% over the asking price with no contingencies. It's absolutely nuts. And that's the kind of thing that sets you up for a complete bubble because people end up refinancing when their houses are worth more and interest rates are low and then they're underwater on their mortgages and it's even harder. So we need to get ahead of this problem. We need to have intelligent, compassionate leadership and we need to communicate better than anyone has ever communicated policy in the past to make sure that that everyone is staying in their house. Because again, if it, if we're going to give people $15,000 to buy new homes and it's going to cost $35,000 to take care of people when they're unhoused, what should be the amount of money that we pay to keep people in their homes? And I mean, th this is this is basic math. I mean, for, from that perspective and it's basic compassion from the other. There's nothing we shouldn't be doing right now to make sure that we house people. But I also think we need to discuss our priorities because we could give the same money to people to get into a home or, or to get shelter or to take care of their basic 
basic needs. And there is a large unhoused population in this country that if you just gave them a little bit of money, they, they one, wouldn't slip into being unhoused, but they also may be able to get out of it on their own or, or with the right resources. So let's make sure that they're not left out of the discussion either. We need to remember that the role of the government is just supposed to be to make our lives better and then get out of the way. And it, it just feels like it's been so long since that's happened. And there's so much bureaucracy and so many people are disheartened and wondering, why would I vote if I got Democrats in, in the House, the Senate, and the presidency, and they aren't doing anything? But then you got to remember, like, there's money there. It needs to be deployed. We need to communicate better. And then we need to put people in office who actually care about us and who actually are going to make sure that we, they are communicating and they are sleeping on the steps of the Capitol and they are doing everything they can to make a difference because that's the only way we're going to live in a society that can deal with the problems of the future. You know, this this ain't your grandma's America. This ain't your grandpa's America. We, we're sitting here and we've got QAnon busting down the gates and three news channels that don't say anything truthful and, and, are, and are just profiting off of our division. So we've got to get out there and do something different and we got to take care of people and we got to work hard and and i can't tell you what it means that you're giving so many voices to so many people to spread this word because this is what it's going to take it's going to take all of us getting on board it's going to take shameless plug people going to spencertoder.com and looking into my platform (laughs) shameless plug over and finding out that there are people who both understand what is going on from an economics perspective and are also empathetic that can be found at spencertoder.com and end of shameless plug i think it's also important to recognize and I do want to put a point on this. No one deserves to lose their home. No one wanted to lose their home. No one took actions personally that necessarily are leading to them losing their home. This this isn't like up to 15 million people who ate too much avocado toast. This is not that moment. I had this conversation with my wife yesterday. I was like, you know, think about this. Think about how they say, oh, you you know, you're you millennials. The only reason you can't buy a home is because you eat too much avocado toast. This is not our avocado toast moment. This is our humanity moment. This is our we mishandled the pandemic moment. This is our our government didn't stand up to bullies moment. This is, you know, people elected the wrong representatives moment. This is this is all of those moments this is not something that people brought on themselves by you know their by mishandling their cash this is something that that we need to agree as a society just is on un- unacceptable and we need to do everything we can to protect each other this is our moment how do we make that moment a movement he's running for u.s senate spencer one more time plug that website spencertoder.com it's s-p-e-n-c-e-r t is and tom o d is and dog er.com and we look forward to connecting with your folks we've already heard from a number in the past when we've been on the show before and i i, I really appreciate you letting us have a platform to, to kind of spread the, the knowledge about what we're doing and to help people because that's that's what we're doing that's that's it 24 7 and uh you're doing great work by bringing so much attention to to the work that's being done so thank you let's go change the world let's do it what do you sit on this thing you don't worlds are fun nowhere else the casey morning show Kitty, Kitty, what's that casey morning buzz girl as we get out of here conditions still ideal yeah thumbs up thumbs down you know um spare me spare me i believe grand carnival still going through the eighth had a blast doing grand carnival was it last week mm-hmm. got a little walk through had some cocktails from all the show all the lands beautiful so that's happening you should go check that out oh also you can go to oceans of fun now no reservations oh i didn't i didn't yeah. see that cool that started also last thursday so Go do that. Got a word for us? Just in case sponsors are pending. They might be ready to hit the trigger right now. There it is. What you got, girl? Word of the day brought to you by Kitty because sponsors pending. Lucubrate. Lucubrate? Lucubrate. Spell that one for me. 
L U C U B R A T E. Lucubrate. Lucubrate. Verb. Origin. Latin. Early 17th century. Well, you don't say. First definition. Write or study, especially by night. Second definition. Produce scholarly written material. Would you like to hear examples? I would love to hear this one. I would love to. Yes, please. Elliot was known to lucubrate past midnight every night. Elliot, what I tell you about that? Close the door. Close the door. Lucubrate. Lucubrate. Sponsors pending. Kitty, where can these people find you? At Holy Hearts. Dog, I got that tatted on my hand now. It's a brand. It's a, it's a thing. It's what you do. I be out here scheming. <laughs> scheming and lucubrating. Am I right, girl? Am I right? Always lucubrating past midnight, my dog. You nasty. You can get me at Hartzell965. You get the show, The KC Morning Show on Instagram, KC Morning Show everywhere else, Twitter, Facebook, KC Morning Show at gmail.com. Boat people, hit us up. Also, I have a follow-up to that. You have a follow-up already? I have a follow-up. Already? This one's more of a PSA to boat people, actually. Okay. Okay, here we go. If y'all know who Caucasian James is on Twitter, we love, we stand Caucasian James. It's funny. He says, the key to summer is to only go on a boat a few times, not every day. You can see boat owners driving with no passion. It's because it's gotten old. But when I'm on a boat for the third time in a few weeks, I'll be smiling the entire time. That's all we got. A good day to be a Kansas Cityan, yeah? Good day. Good day. Find your boat, Casey. Find your boat. Find your passion. Find your paddle. Find your paddle. See you in the morning. Bye. You're listening to the Casey Morning Show.